Welcome back to another episode of GEMS Podcast with Genesis Amaris Kemp, where the core pillars are to educate, inspire, and motivate. Sit back, relax, and enjoy this segment. Hey, and welcome back to another segment here on GEMS Podcast. With me in the hot seat is a special guest by the name of Lois Hollis. And let me tell you a little bit about Lois. Lois is a RN, BSN, REV. Shifts our opinions on one of the most forbidden subjects, shame and guilt. Depression, anxiety, 30 years of migraine headaches and pain were Lois's life until she learned the dangers of shame, guilt. Not shame and guilt, shame. So Think about shame guilt together. She shares her 15 years experience as a shame guilt educator, counselor, filmmaker, and author of three books to offer health and spiritual maturity. Lois entered the health field as a nurse aide at 12 and continues today at 78. She is a trailblazer. Lois developed one of the first kidney hemodialysis centers in the U.S. Today, she establishes Shame Guilt as an independent study. Lois's first film, Out of Discord, Into Harmony, teaches us how to communicate with our emotions and inner critic. I'm Good Film makes Shame Guilt visible to illustrate its trickery and how to kick it out. Now is the time a collection of her soul readings, helps us stop the negative shame-guilt energy. She has spoken widely with podcasts, events, and at the Wharton School at University of Pennsylvania. And without further ado, let's welcome this amazing 78-year-old firecracker, Lois Hollis. Thank you. And subnote, I was dying at 55. Wow. Like they said, maybe you'll have another year or two. That's it. Because my head, um, head injuries and broken bones and my heart was leaking. I was so crippled. My lungs couldn't expand. And uh, the 30 years of migraines took its toll. And obviously, I had an incredible healer chiropractic, but I had to do the emotional work. And that's when I discovered, like, ha, huh, it's shame guilt. And I was able to heal. Wow. From, so from dying at 55 to and start- rollerblading at 78. Wow. Get rid of, kick shame guilt out of your personality. That's incredible. And we're really going to dive into that. But before we do, Lois, I want to give the audience a chance to connect with you in a fun and vibrant way. And I like to do that one or two ways on my platform. The first option we could do is an icebreaker, or the second option is to play a rapid fire 10 question game. What are you in the mood for? I don't know. (laughs) You pick. (laughs) Okay, let's do... I think the icebreaker already said dying at 55 and rollerblading at 78. Okay, well, we can stick with that as an icebreaker. Unless you have something crazy you want to share about yourself or another fun and interesting fact via an icebreaker. 
well, in the old days, you know, uh, 50 years ago, <laughs> life was different. And I was visiting Europe. I was in Rome. And I had a Greek cruise around the Greek islands. Why wouldn't you, right? Now, from Rome to Athens is maybe a 20-minute airplane flight. And there's one every hour. So, you know, you're sort of guaranteed you're going to meet the boat at 5 o'clock if you start out at 9 o'clock in the morning, right, from Rome. Because there's like a flight every hour, and it's only 20 minutes. Well, for some strange reason, they kept on canceling flights from Rome to Athens to the port of Greece, where I was going to pick up my boat, you know, cruise boat. Anyway, I finally, finally got to Pereris, Athens, and the boat sailed off. I was 20 minutes late. Ah, no, wow. But like, that was like inconceivable that that would happen because they have one every hour. It is like Rome to Greece. It's, you know, like a train almost. Anyway, I spent a good time in Greece. It was fun. And then the next morning I went to the airplane place and say, hey, my boat is there in the water and I'm here. What am I going to do? They said it was their fault. They had immeasurable problems and they would take care of it. Now that would not happen today. They go, sorry, lady, you should have came the night before. But that's a different time. A helicopter arrived at the airport to take me, Lois, not, not a dignitary, not president of any country, Lois Hollis, from the airport in Rome to the platform of the cruise ship. Wow, super, super cool. So you, did you get, you got to be helicoptered. Onto the helipad. The ship, ready for breakfast. And everybody knew me because who is this person that gets helicoptered onto a cruise ship? I became very popular. Amazing. And thank you for sharing that, Lois. That's definitely a fun and interesting fact. So Lois, let's dive into shame guilt. So okay. <laughs> no shame guilt there. Just fly me there. <laughs> I guess we need to put context around it for the audience. So explain to them what exactly is shame guilt. Then we're going to work on how to get rid of it. So we always need to start with a steady foundation so we can build up. Okay. Now I am giving, sharing new information. It's not on the internet unless you go to my website. And I had a near-death experience when childhood because of all the abuse. And I always felt that I have unbidden information. I dislike no things. And that's a whole nother story. But people say, how did you go to school? You can't go to school for what I know because nobody knows it. Okay. Shame, guilt is an energy. Okay. Now everybody knows about the love energy. What does love energy give you? It gives you peace, happiness. I can go in a helicopter. I can do lots of things. I'm confident. I don't bully people. I share. And you're confident. Of course I can do that. You, you don't question yourself. 
Then on the other side, we have shame, guilt, energy, okay? That affects our emotions. Now, what happens to your computer when you get a virus? You get that blue screen or your computer will start to lag and slow down. But the worst thing is that big blue screen. And those are for the PC users. I haven't experienced it with my Mac, thank God. But I know in the PC world. It's it's horrible. And like your experience is different than my experience. And my experience is different than somebody else. So the shame guilt, I mean, the, the computer virus attacks it. That's exactly what the shame guilt energy does to us. Nothing works right. We go into confusion. Our positive emotions go to negative ones. Compassion goes to depression. Passion goes to anger. Intuition goes to anxiety. See, we every emotion is positive and negative. We don't have to go finding them. It's already there. Only the shame guilt got it and turned it to negative. So we can attack our anxiety and we can work with depression and we can manage our anxieties and we can manage our anger. But let's get rid of the shame guilt that messed it all up. That's where I'm coming from. Absolutely. And now in order to get rid of it, you must know how to identify whenever you're dealing with shame and guilt, because I think shame is one way, guilt is another. And then whenever you combine it, you combine it together, the shame guilt. So let's talk about someone who has shame, but they may not have guilt. No, okay, this is where we have to change. We have two nervous systems. One's autonomic, one's um, conscious, and one's unconscious. Mm -hmm. Okay, the unconscious, that shame guilt energy goes on the unconscious nervous system. Guilt goes on the conscious nervous system, but it's the same thing. See, that's how we get all messed up. It's not your fault you can't fix it. It's because you've been told the wrong information. Okay, now if you have a virus or a bacteria infection in your brain, they call it meningitis. Mm -hmm. If you have the same bacteria in your stomach, they call it gastritis. But it's the same thing. If you have the same bacteria in your kidneys, they call it nephritis. If you have the same bacteria in your heart, they call it carditis. Do you see how confusing that is? Yeah, because they're attaching it to each vital organ in the body, but you're saying that it's all bacteria, and right? It's the same bacteria. You've got the same penicillin or the same streptomycin or whatever they're giving you, but it's the same thing, only they label it differently. Again, I have the Diagnostics Manual of Disorders. It's 915 pages of mental disorders, but never mentioning shame, guilt. Mm. Okay? 
do you see how, oh, I don't have depression, I have anxiety. No, I don't have hurt feelings, I have not good emotions. And we can, that's why we've been on this hamster wheel, not getting at it because we're told, oh, we have depression and you have to handle it that way. And you have anxiety and you have, okay, there are ways of managing it. But if I'm like, can we just get rid of it? I'm like, can we, I don't want to manage depression. I don't want to manage anxiety. I want to get rid of it. Now, think of depression and anxiety and anger as symptoms, not a disease. It's symptoms that you have shame, guilt, energy. So then with shame, guilt, energy, where do you think that that energy stems from? Can it come from ACEs, um, acute childhood experiences? Could it come from trauma? Or it comes from your mother and your father and your grandmother and your teacher and the Pope and the president and the guy that rides the bus and the woman that does your hair. And it comes from you, their inner critic. Mm, okay. We so have only one enemy. Mm-hmm. Everybody uses shame, guilt, energy to make you do what you're supposed, they want you to do. Now, our inner critic is our shame, guilt producer because he doesn't, he or she doesn't know any better. He remembers when you're three and four and five, you say, hello, I'm now 76, 78. Can you come into my timeline now? Because I grew up. I don't need an overseer. So we can make friends with him. We can't cut him out. We can't tell him to shut up. He's our protector. He's our best friend. So this is what I'm explaining here today is that you only have one enemy that's not getting you where you want to go or why you feel miserable. It's because the shame, guilt, energy has come into you like a computer virus comes into your computer. Because you are a computer. You have different um, meridians and you have different energy points. We are a computer. And if we get a virus coming into us or the last podcast, they called it the shame, guilt, leech. The other one called it the shame, guilt, parasite. So you can label shame, guilt, anything you want, but it's an outside energy that does not belong to you. Okay, so that just puts it, okay, you, that's the first step to know shame, guilt is the same energy, but they gave you different de- definitions to mess you up. Okay, okay, I'm following here. potentiates guilt and guilt potentiates shame. It's a vicious cycle. So you're trying to get rid of guilt and then the shame's acting up and shame and guilt are the same. It's just one different, like one left arm, right arm. It's, I want a different name for it, but I can't, it doesn't seem to work. So I just say shame, guilt because it's the same. Okay. Shame, guilt, energy only has one defect, one flaw. Because very, very, very tricky. It dissolves in detection. Mm. Whoa. (laughs) That's profound. So let's stay there. So you said it dissolves in detection. 
So the minute that someone recognizes that they're dealing with shame, guilt, then it starts to diminish. Is that what? Yes. Yes. Okay. So once that's why I call myself an educator because we don't know culture taught us to shame ourselves, right? Oh, I, I can't, I'm humble. I'm so humble. You're right. I mean, seriously, we are not victims. We have devolved over time. And we are told, oh, you should feel guilty about that. No, I can repent about something. I can regret it, but I do not do guilt. So then for an individual that's listening to this, Lois, and they're saying, okay, I recognize shame, guilt. It's going to begin to dissolve. Now, how can I start to live a victorious life? Well, it takes more than five minutes. <laughs> but, give us give us a cliff notes, Lois. <laughs> okay. What I want to do today is turn your head and go down the right path. Shame guilt goes over there. Is it all going to go away? No, but at least you got a different mindset. Everyone's talking about mindset. So shame guilt doesn't belong to you. If you don't believe me, entertain me. Uh, let me entertain you and take this other story. Eventually, you'll understand. Now, I made shame guilt visible in my films. So you can see it's this dark cloud of energy that comes over you when you go down. Right. So see it is believing. So that's why I really want people just to, it's only 15 minutes. It's not a big book. <laughs> so, and if you have, so when you're feeling, feeling the guilt or the shame, say, okay, you don't belong to me. And then you say, what more do I feel? Oh, I feel like, oh, I'm just terrible. So you get your pencil and your pen out and you start writing. Hi, I feel terrible. Thank you so much for coming to see me. What do you have to say? We talk to our emotions. And that's my other film. I teach you how to talk with your emotions. They have names. They tell you everything. But you never, ever talk to shame guilt because it's a leech. It's a parasite. Shame guilt seems more powerful only because it has a dense energy. It's heavy. Love and light. Yeah, oh, you want a ballet. But shame guilt, oh, you're like in a hole. Shame, guilt, energy needs you. You do not need it. Okay? Shame, guilt's a parasite that lives off of your energy. So it needs you. When you say, go away, I don't, you're not part of me. It has to go to another person to get food from them. Okay? Do you ever play the game hot potato? You pass something all the way around and last one holding it loses or yes. <laughs> okay that's shame guilt energy mm. the boss hours at his employee who's a woman she didn't do something right so she's very upset she was shamed by her boss the mother goes home from work and hollers at the kid because she got the shame guilt from the boss now she's transferring it to her her child and then the child goes out to play with his friends neighbors and then he bullies them 
but they it's all unconscious i'm trying to bring the unconscious forward that's how it happened but it happens so quick you don't know it and it happens every day it's they say it's shangyal's normal behavior how can a sucking blood sucking parasite leech be normal no it cannot Give be a break <laughs> so one of the things i want to interject here that we've tried in a mastermind community lois and i think it would kind of fit fit into this is we started naming our egos so um, my ego, the negative one, is negative Nancy. So whenever there's a negative thought, I tell neg negative Nancy to sit down and shut the puck up. And whenever I have a positive thought, I name that ego positive Patty. And I say, because positive Patty is here to stay. And that's one way how I, you know, decipher between the thoughts that are adding value versus the thoughts that aren't adding value good versus bad and etc and i think that could kind of go into shame guilt because whatever you don't feed it's going to die just like you said if you don't act on the on the parasite that parasite is going to go on to something else so right but i would like to take that further and that's your inner critic we can't tell our inner critic to go away then you go hi that's your inner critic who's doing negative stuff. So you can say, hi, thank you for coming to talk to me. Who are you? And then once he heals, he doesn't shame guilt you anymore. Then you're more free and you have more positive emotion. You don't have to fight it anymore because the negativity isn't there. Okay, I can, I can see that viewpoint. See that? Yeah, and what happened? But you're on the right path. You know, shame, guilt, get away. Who was speaking to me? Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, so what happens when someone is trying to talk to their inner critic, but they're not all the way there yet? Like they think that it's absurd to talk to themselves or they don't necessarily want to want to do it. We need to give some other tools and resources that we can help them until they feel fully comfortable with addressing their inner critic, or some people can even say imposter syndrome is the new term that we're hearing these days. Well, imposter syndrome is just a symptom of carrying shame guilt. That's all it is. It's a symptom. It, 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 like depression is a symptom. Anxiety, all this stuff is symptoms. And that's why I was like, I can't believe that nobody picked up shame guilt and made it its own study because it, it, it makes the world, it makes the world what it is. Now, my, my inner critic is King, he called himself King, that's why. And <laughs> of course, why not? And he now goes around the world finding me podcasts instead of shaming me because he's got another job. He changed his job. So I, I would, you know, play around with that in your mastermind. You're right. But decipher between who's talking and the shame guilt that the that the inner critic is carrying. Because your inner critic is your best friend. So but he you gotta make friends with him. Okay, I see that because if you get if you get on that side, then you could say how you could unite forces and then diminish it. Yeah. So then 
you go up a grade because the, the inner critic will never, 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 never stop because he's very diligent. So you'll always be fighting the negative. So you're like, hi, who is talking? That's what I would suggest. It'd be interesting to find that out when this negative thought comes in, say, who is talking? And you might get a name. We talk to ourselves all the time. It's, I'm just giving, helping us to identify who's, talk, who's talking in my head. That's what I want to know. Like if someone, if you're in a conference and somebody says something, go, well, who was that? I mean, aren't you curious? Who's talking? <laughs> so, you know. So let's talk about what, what are some other ways that you could release it? Because that's what, what you focus on too, because you said you need to, how to identify it, release it and avoid it. So let's dive into the release before we wind down. Well, we have to find it. And we don't know what shame guilt is because that's how we were raised. Our culture does it. Advertisement does it. Our best friend does it. Our enemies do it. I mean, we got so much of that going right now. It's insane. But it's all shame, guilt, energy. Now, I had on my, um, if you sign up for my newsletter, I have a book, 500 questions, one answer. I have five different, 500, 500 questions, one answer, excuse me. I have 500 different ways you and culture shamed and guilt you. We don't know. We don't know because we're hypnotized to say, and that's the way it is. So you'll get 25 answers and questions every week until you reach 500. And then you'll know how to identify. You have to know your enemy. How can you defeat your enemy if you don't know its tricks? So that's the first step, learning how to identify. And a lot of us are very sensitive and people say, oh, I don't like how that felt. That's right, that's shame, guilt, energy. So you're right, we, we know that we have an internal sense, but that's been blocked by culture. So we have to be more uh, aware of our feelings. And then when you get angry, you go, hi, anger, what do you got to tell me? That's all, I mean, it's, it's, it's a very natural way of healing. This is a self-help way. You just talk to yourself, but in a way, instead of randomly talking to yourself, you give yourself different ways to actually interact. Who's talking? Like, I'm talking to you. I would like to know your name. So if someone's talking inside of you, say, and who's talking? Yeah, and so Lois, have you shared any of this with anyone that's in the psychology space so they could try um, your method with some of their patients? Yes, and I have an incredible response, but on the other side, people don't really get it because psychology is based on disease mm -hmm. and they take each disease by itself. And I was had depression, anxiety, and suicide and everything. I'd be dead before I finish all my negative emotions that I was having and help them. So it, it it's kind of a mixed thing. Some some therapists and some people like long term therapy, like years. 
my way is like one or two visits because you just get into the shame guilt energy and you get rid of it and then your emotions turn from negative to positive it's kind of like a quicker way but some people like to do the long term it, it just is i'm not saying anybody's bad or good but i don't want to do 20 years of therapy because i have all these negative feelings it's like every time it rains the water comes into my bedroom and the, and the kitchen so i have to clean it up and then it rains again next week and then i got to clean up the kitchen and the bedroom again. and it gets really old wouldn't it be smarter enough to put uh, uh, something on the roof that fixes the hole in the roof so that's where i am i like i want to fix the hole in the roof so i can stop all this happening i can clean it up but it's getting it's not helping me i'm tired of cleaning up so that's where i am i'm like fixing the roof hole mm -hmm. versus just putting a band-aid on it and just keep on going right but some people that's okay i mean you know we have to allow people to be where they want to be i'm offering a solution and to think a different way mm -hmm. So with this energy, this is going to be the last question before we um, jump into the call to action. How can we look at the shame guilt energy, but also look at the different chakras in our body? Well, it's very interesting that you mentioned that because when I had discovered that my anxiety was in uh, the fourth chakra and um, anxiety was in my throat chakra so i on my own i discovered that each emotion has its own chakra and they have names so um it, it, it's definitely there and there is someone that ha does some work like this in a personality work they call inner family systems and he's been at this for about 40 years now and the psychology people have picked it up but they are so into their own way and the billing and everything that you know it has to come from transactional therapies that you know Jungian therapies are more of this nature so, but people can explore themselves, you know, what, what works for them. But everyone needs to be able to communicate with themselves. I got tired of talking to other people about my problems. I decided to talk to myself instead. That's how it's happened. So when I got anxiety and I said, hi, anxiety, what do you got to tell me? They answered. Thank you for sharing that. And for the audience, I just want to let you know, I think that there are about seven chakras. So you could always Google them to understand more about the chakras. 
And some people who start to dive into the chakras, they also like to pair it with Reiki so they could clean up their energy houses and really get that holistic alignment with mind, body, and soul. It's not about the woo-woo, but it's about a natural way to heal your body versus just really relying on Western medicine and you know, taking different pills and et cetera that can cause other side effects. So I just wanted to interject that there. And Lois, as we jump into the call to action, what do you want the audience to walk away with from hearing this segment? Shame guilt is not ours to own or to give. And how can they connect with you to learn more about the work that you're doing with shame guilt, your movies and et cetera? What's your website, and are you on any social media platforms? LoisHollis.com, L-O-I-S-H-O-L-L-I-S.com. I'mGoodFilm.com has my films on it, 15-minute films. So, and it makes shame guilt. If you want to see what shame guilt looks like, go to my films. It's kind of fun. And thanks to my wonderful tech person, I'm on everything, Instagram and YouTube and Facebook. My Facebook, I have a shame guilt stoppers. Oh, that's so much fun. That's so much fun. So I'm on all the platforms. Well, thank you so much, Lois, for coming on and talking about shame, shame guilt and letting us know a new way to tackle it via how to identify it, release it, and then how to keep it gone. Because once we release it, we don't want it to enter back in. So by looking at various behaviors and all of your contact information will be in the show notes. Audience, make sure you like, comment, and subscribe. We're on 40 plus platforms. You could also see all things video by going to our YouTube channel, which is at Gems with Genesis Amaris Kemp. And for those of you interested in continuing the mission of GEMS, which is to bring on topics that are educational, inspirational, and motivational via our subject matter experts or myself, please feel free to send over any topics that you're interested in hearing so I can look for a subject matter expert to come on or maybe I'm knowledgeable in the area and I could talk about that via a solo episode. I thank each one of you for supporting us because of you. We're now ranked in the top 2% globally out of 2.8 million podcasts per www.listennotes.com. And for those of you interested in becoming a sponsor, we would love to have you. Spaces are limited, but you can find more info by going to genesisamarskemp.net or sending an email to genesisamarskemp at gmail.com to find out more info. Until next time, peace, love, and lots of blessings. Have yourself an amazing day and don't allow shame guilt to ruin your day. Thank you for listening to another segment of GEMS Podcast. Hope you enjoyed this recording. Make sure you like, comment, share, and subscribe to GEMS Podcast on your audio platform, as well as our YouTube channel, GEMS with Genesis Amaris Kemp. We would love for you to be a sponsor, so please reach out via email at GEMS, G-E-M-S, with W-I-T-H, Genesis, G-E-N-E-S-I-S, Amaris, A-M-A-R-I-S, Kemp, K-E-M-P.
at gmail.com where your brand, your swag, your services can be here on GEMS Podcast.